The Madam Web trailer has officially debuted, and I think I have officially seen the worst superhero trailer in the last decade. I was so excited for this, and really, my eye was twitching was. for part of it. Honestly, they could have made like a 15-second teaser trailer and just showed the costumes of the characters and been done with it. This was way more information, and it just made me like it less and less as it went on. We're burying the lead, though. It's the Trending 10. We do this every week. We're not even going to talk about Madam Web yet, although a significant portion of this list is because of that trailer. It surprised me, but let's get into it right here at number 10. The first book is not Madam Web related at all. This is Prelude's Deadpool Core number three from 2010. We have the first appearance of Dogpool, a $10 high average sale. And like many books on this list, as well as recent lists, this adjustment period is starting to feel like it's stabilizing with realistic pricing that's making our list filled with some great, affordable key books for the first time in years. It's a 400% increase in copies sold this week, and we can't even tell you what 9.8s would be going for because in spite of the fact that there are five more 9.8s, eight total, than we reported on back in July of this year, none of them have sold. We haven't seen a 9.8 sell since 2010, and that was only $33. And with Ryan Reynolds confirming that Dogpool will feature in Deadpool 3, I would expect to see more slabs added to the census in coming months. It is interesting. We do get confirmation of Dogpool, which implies that there are other versions of Deadpool out there in the multiverse. So I would expect to see some other Deadpool variants in this movie. Butch knows we're talking about pets right now. <laughs> Welcome, Comic Butch. Hit the like button for the comic gato. It helps our videos be seen. It's the best way to support what we do. And let's chat about number nine on the list because another very affordable book that we know is going to be hitting the big screen courtesy of James Gunn. And we got casting announcements this week. Authority number one. So we had news back in January of this year that Authority was going to be a project. And there was a bit of a buzz, even so much so that we saw it on the trending list back in March of this year. The high sale was $620 for a CGC 9.8. And now we're reporting $30 average sales for a raw copy and only $200 for a 9.8. I don't think it's because the project is cooled, I think it's because we've have 57 more graded copies at a 9.8 than we did back in March. We're seeing a monster increase in copies sold of 300% week over week. This is the first appearance of the second engineer, and after casting announcements were made this week, the stunning actress, Maria Gabriel Ferreira, was announced to portray this character. This book shot up. I'm Maria What's very intriguing is that the announcement this week was less about the authority and more about Superman legacy, clearly setting up a different type of villain than we've ever seen in a Superman film. And I dig the direction they're going. I still have to read the authority, so I'm kind of fuzzy on all these characters, but I know the engineer is one of the characters who appears in the authority number one. And since that live action movie is coming after Superman legacy, it does make sense that James Gunn is going to want to set up some of those pieces here in this first movie. And it, it is interesting that we're getting one of the authority members as the quote unquote villain of Superman legacy instead of, you know, I, I didn't think James Gunn was going to use Lex Luthor or General Zod or Doomsday, you know, the characters we've seen over and over in Superman movies. But I was expecting maybe Metallo or, you know, Brainiac or some other unseen live action Superman villain, not an authority character. Comic fam, we got to hear your thoughts in the comment section below about the casting announcements that have been coming out since the summer. It's looking like a very strong lineup. Yeah, so far for Superman Legacy, we've got David Cornsweet cast as Superman. We've got Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane. And then Nathan Fillion is on deck to play Guy Gardner. 
But don't forget about Isabella Merced as Hawkgirl, Edie Cathigi as Mr. Terrific, and Anthony Kerrigan as Metamorpho. There have been so many key alerts lately on the best comic app in existence, and this is how we keep up with the rapidly moving marketplace. And this list is filled with books that you can get high-grade copies of for under $20, under $50. And we have major spec potential on books you can get for $100. This adjustment period we're in is starting to level out and becoming more of a realistic, affordable market. Get up-to-the-minute news with key alerts from Key Collector. Use code TOM101 for two free weeks of the best app in existence. I use it, and I love getting these alerts because I always know what to look for. And now we're going back to 1984 with Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars, issue number seven. This book spiked up initially because of She-Hulk spec, because it is a double key. First time She-Hulk fights Titania. But it's also the first appearance of Julia Carpenter, Spider-Woman, who is now seen featured in trailer for the first time in comic history outside of an animation. And holy smokes, was that trailer underwhelming. I would understand if you saw that trailer from Adam Webb and maybe felt like you didn't want to pick up the copy of Julia Carpenter's first appearance here. But it's $20. It's $20 average sales for this book and a raw copy. And we did just see a graded 9.8 go for $2.25 earlier this week. Pretty low, considering the first appearance of an important character like this. One went for $250 right on the day that we were recording this. So we understand there is definitely some of the trailer FOMO happening. But realistically, this book has been on the list multiple times. It's down substantially from the $618 high sale that we had back in 2020. And with a trailer like this... I'm going to need way more information and way more substance before I'm going to say go buy this book. This is a book that people have been picking up for the past few years. It's been on the trending list multiple times for the past few years for many, many reasons, and it's just underwhelming right now. A 400% increase in copies sold clearly shows that, yeah, there's probably a hint of FOMO in here, especially with 9.8 selling higher than the recent 12-month average. But seeing a $20 average sale also shows me that some members are just going to go, yeah, this is a cool book to get in high grade at 20 bucks. It's going to hit the screen. So it seems like a safe bet at that price. My vote, go high grade raw, grade it yourself. Another book that has been on Spec Writer for quite some time, number seven on the list, Sandman number 25, the first appearance of the Dead Boy Detectives. Now, we are reporting $20 average sales and a recent high sale of a CGC 9.6 for only $100. And if you want a 9.8, you have to go all the way back to January of this year to see one selling for $205. The paper quality on this early Vertigo book is terrible, and this is going to be a tough book to get in a 9.8. So why are we seeing a 3 125% increase in copies sold, it's because the trailer has finally dropped for the Netflix show. And it is now a Netflix show. This show was originally uh, conceived and filmed, the majority of it at least, as uh, a show for HBO Max. But uh, since then, James Gunn and Peter Safran took over the DC Universe over at uh, Warner Brothers, and they decided this show really doesn't fit the whole tone of their new DC Universe, and it ended up getting sold to Netflix, which makes more sense because that's where the Sandman original live-action series is, too. So it might be too early to say whether or not they'll cross over, at least in this first season, because it was filmed for a different network. But now that they're both on Netflix, I would probably expect to see a crossover maybe in season two of one of these shows. Another book that seems super safe as it pertains to the spec because of how cheap it's gotten. And if you're digging the Sandman universe and you want to get into some comics right now, I encourage you to pick up James Tynan's Nightmare Country, Following the Corinthian, 
Nightmare Country, Glass House. And if you want to skip both of those and go straight for some dead boy detective goodness, well, there was a recent trade paperback that was released this very week by our homie, Porn Sack Piece of Show. And then after you uh, finish reading Dead Boy Detectives and you love it, you should go read The Good Asian and then Infidel as well, because those are both really good books by Pornsack Peachy Show. I like that recommendation. Or you can just do yourself a solid and save yourself the trip to the LCS and just pick up all three at the same time. Save on gas money. Let's look at number six on the list with ASM number five. This right here came out in 1999. It's seeing $20 average sales. $100 for a CGC 9.8 just happened. And the heights this reached was $522 back when this started back in November 2022. And for those of you that are looking at the screen confused, like, isn't this the first appearance of Doctor Doom in Spider-Man? No, not the Silver Age from 1960s. This is Volume 2, Amazing Spider-Man, first appearance of Maddie Franklin. We actually checked IMDb, and one of the girls that is in the trailer is cast as Maddie Franklin. So we do, in fact, have confirmation that she's showing up in the Madam Web movie, a 500% increase in copies sold this week. This is the third Spider-Woman, and clearly they're going a different vibe with this movie that was once described as a thriller, and now it's looking more like a CW show. I imagine the canceled Batgirl movie probably would have looked like this in trailer. Yeah, and especially with the news of like that Looney Tunes movie just getting canceled this week mm-hmm. after being completed and all that, it makes me wonder how a movie that looks this disappointing at this point is, is coming out, and movies that probably would have been a little better... Uh, are shelved. Well, for the fam who may not know, Sony, in order to retain their IP, have to release some type of Spider-Verse something every so often, making it a bit more understandable why what seemingly mediocre films, which would prevent further films of being made, I'm thinking of Morbius, their failed but almost attempt of El Muerto, we do have Craven, which looks a little silly, but I was still hopeful Seeing Madam Web makes me feel like they're just releasing something because they want to release another Tom Holland Spider-Man film. They want to release more animated versions of Spider-Man like Into the Spider-Verse. Blockbuster movies that are hitting crazy numbers at a cost of releasing mediocre films along the way. That's part of why we love the Sony Spider-Verse movies, though. You get some uh, high highs, but also some very low lows. We're moving on. Number five on the list, Young Avengers, number one. Back To the real MCU here, this book came out in 2005. We're seeing $100 raw sales on average for this book with a CGC 9.8 that went earlier this month for $288. When it became clear that Young Avengers was going to be a big part of the future of the MCU, this book back in 2021 hit heights of $1,600. Seeing itself for under $300 may make you feel like this is a sign that it's death for the MCU that nothing's working. But you have to apply the CGC census count variable to all of these books. I don't see enough people talking about this because this book, since we chatted about it last a year ago, had an increase of copies graded of 712. In 9.8, a total of 274 have been added to the census. That is a range of 23 to 25 new 9.8s of this book per month. With that many more copies graded, it means they're coming up to sale more often. And when there's news or you just have people that 
don't have confidence in the market anymore, they're selling them. And that is why we're seeing this decrease. I still believe this is a book that is perpetually relevant. It is really one of those books that I personally have called the modern giant size X-Men because there are so many first appearances. This might just be a small bump in the road, but with so many more plans and so many characters that we know are going to be coming out in the MCU soon, this is a great book to buy and hold. The Marvel's movie, which at this point, yeah, it's spoiler talk, but I don't think anybody cares. At the end, we did get a couple post-credit scenes, and one of them included Ms. Marvel going to Kate Bishop and requesting that she joins a team that she's starting. Young Avengers is coming. Yeah, we've been seeing all these young Avenger characters getting set up in their own smaller separate corners of the uh, mostly Disney Plus version of the MCU, but this is the first time we've actually had any of them cross over and meet each other, so... It seems like it's more of a sure thing than ever, which is why it's here on the list. A 422% increase in copies sold when you can get a high, raw-grade copy at $100. And that is like one of the most expensive books on our list. That should get you excited because we are showing you so many books that are not only trending, but maybe prime time to grab because I don't see them getting that much lower. To the absolute shock of nobody, number four on the list, Amazing Fantasy, number one from 2004. This is the first appearance of Aranya, Anya Corazon. $40 average sales and a $124 CDC 9.8. This is drastically down from the record high of $595 in late 2020, but it's an 833% increase in copies sold, again, because the trailer just dropped. We see her in trailer, and yeah, I have a lot of complaints about what they're doing, but I think the coolest part of it was seeing these Spider-Verse characters on screen, probably except for the villain. We'll get to that. It's kind of hard to pin down exactly why this trailer just doesn't do it for me, but I think the overall reason has to be there. It feels stuffed. There's a lot of people. There's like four different Spider-Women running around in here. Most of them are like completely brand new to me. I don't know Maddie Franklin. I'm not that familiar with Anya Corazon. It's all, it all feels new. It all feels a little stuffed. And then you throw in this villain into the mix. You throw in Uncle Ben is in this movie out of nowhere for some reason. And, and I, why it did. I guarantee he's going to throw out a power responsibility line somewhere in this movie. <laughs> that's, that's coming. I'm already cringing, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this movie. I'm like low key waiting for Steven Amell to creep out and be like, oh, this is actually an arrow show. Like it, it's, it's like CW, man. It could all be a dream, and we wake up on a desert island, and none of it's real. I mean, this is one of those things that there's so many layers. It's too much movie in a little tiny bag, and really, I, I just, I, I'm not excited. 833% increase in copies sold. I mean, that right there shows that despite the lackluster trailer, the book is so cheap, and we're talking Spider-Verse spec, and by the way, Anya Corazon is awesome. It's a really cool book. I've purchased this book at a 9.8, and I did sell it when it started to go down, and it's only gone down since. Trailer didn't help. I think we should probably talk about the Madam Web trailer. I don't think we've brought that up at all yet. Here, number three on the list, Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man, number two, ten, the first appearance of Madam Web. It's here. We're at number three, $150 average sales for this book. Uh, we saw a $900 9.8 sale. Again, from November, from this month, probably from this week, after the trailer dropped this week. And again, what else is there to say? Uh, we're talking about Madam Web specifically, the main character in this book, played by Dakota Johnson in this movie. And if you know anything at all about Madam Web from the comics or maybe from the animated Spider-Man cartoon, you might remember her being uh, old. Blind. Or blind. Yeah, she's blind. 
She's paralyzed. She's literally like doesn't move at all. So obviously they had to change some of that stuff up for this movie. Did they change all of it up? <laughs> they changed all of it up. It looks like we're getting maybe, if I'm being generous, like an origin story. Maybe she will get hit by a bus at the end of this movie. Or oh my gosh. Well, what we can say is that it's starting to make sense why they describe this as a thriller, even though post trailer i would not describe it as that because there's some real like final destination vibes in this movie the clairvoyance is even very different and they're very clear about this is her power in the trailer oh my god i see the future you don't really see the future but i see the future come on guys like really this just feels tired already yeah and that was after two minutes you know, I don't know if I can sit through two hours of Madam Web. Uh, maybe trailer two will be a big improvement. Like I said last week, the Marvels, you know, the, the final trailer they released for that movie, like a couple days before they moved it, before it hit theaters, that trailer won me over. And I finally oh, yeah. cared about the Marvels after yep. that. So maybe the week Madam Web comes out, they'll put out a good trailer and get me excited. An 817% increase in copies sold, despite the book being down royally, a $900 9.8 sale may sound pretty decent. I mean, especially for a book from 1980, but the heights this book reached was like $2,500. This is selling at a 80% discount right now from its height. If the Madam Web Spider-Man stuff isn't doing it for you, you need to sign up for the mystery mail call to get some actually hot Spider-Man stuff. Open enrollment now. Link in the description down below. ComicTom101.com. We're going to be hooking up every single member with a Tyler Kirkham ASM 37 Peter Parker cover that connects with the book that we released in November's mystery mail called Spider-Boy Number 1 by the same cover artist. Also one per box is a Batman 181 first appearance of Poison Ivy trade dress by Ariel freaking Diaz. Support what we do. We'll send you some comics every month. My favorite part about comic book superhero movies uh, is the villain. You know, the villain's usually pretty good, and I think if we get a good villain in a superhero movie, it has the potential to save the movie. So, Madam Web, right? <laughs> Not in this case, dude. No. Okay. Uh, Madam Web trailer spiked another book here to number two on the list. Amazing Spider-Man number 30 from 2001. This is the first appearance of Morloon. Morloon? Morlun? Dude, it's all about Ezekiel Sims, man. Ezekiel Sims is the uh, character that was name-dropped in the Madam Web trailer, and it looks like this guy is going to be the villain of this movie, probably. Why does he kind of look like a Spider-Man knockoff? Well, it's because he was studying spiders in Africa with Madam Web's mother. I mean, before she died. I think that's that's what the trailer tried to drive home. Yo, this is like really on the nose, which is why I don't like it. He looks weird. But in the comics, he goes after Spider-Verse characters. You know, those who have the spider totem. We're getting into stuff about Spider-Man that really just turns me off. But we're getting into spider totem territory and Morlun, Morlun however you say it. You got this guy and 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 Ezekiel Sims, and it looks like the movie might be mashing both of these characters into one, and that we might be getting somebody who's crossing dimensions and, and taking out spider characters. I, I'm confused. It almost feels like someone is reading the comic book, and they're flipping through the pages, and then like maybe they fell asleep and then flipped two pages at the same time and went, oh, maybe that's the same guy. I mean, really, it's like they missed the point of the original comic book. The heights this book reached back in 2021 was over $500. That's how much excitement there was about how preposterous it was that they were going to have a Madam Web-led film. So clearly, they're going the route of like making do with what they got. And it's not as exciting. I kind of feel like if Madam Web was wheelchair-bound, web-bound, and we actually had these types of like struggles with characters, and it was actually a thriller and possibly a scary movie, 
the spec would still be playing like it did back in 2021. But now it seems like it's just going to be like a fun action movie. Well, this guy's whole shtick is he goes from to dimension to dimension taking out spider characters. And if they played this right, we could have had like a cool Spider-Verse, you know, and almost like an anime, like a live action version of the animated Spider-Verse movies with different dimensions. And, you know, we might even get like a cool surprise from Tobey Maguire or something popping up in this movie, too, out of nowhere. But I just don't have any excitement at all for this after the trailer. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Slap the like button. We need your support. Our videos are only seen. We can only help get people into comic collecting with your help. Slap that like button. And number one most trending book on the list is something that I'm surprised that no one here has ever read, ever collected. And yes, we're going to report a high average sale of $15, but this is a 50 cent book go hunting. Number one on the list, a book that nobody was specking on. The Alien Legion number one from 1984. We had $15 average sales and a high CGC 9.8 for $150 just this last month. Now, there's only 31 copies at a 9.8. And this is not a book that I would expect people to get graded because there wasn't really any spec information. No one was talking about this, and we just found out this last week that Warner Brothers is going to be developing a franchise with Deadpool filmmaker Tim Miller. This is one of those books that I would immediately put into the 50-cent bin. Seriously. No one cares about Alien Legion. No one's been reading it. I don't have people that are working on it, and this is just one of those books that came from the epic subset of Marvel that's a lot like... I don't know, Dreadstar and ElfQuest and Gru, and they have their fan favorites, but it's not something where people come into the shop and go, hey, do you have Alien Legion number one? I really need that to complete my set. I love seeing a book like this hit number one on the list because it's on here because there's an increase of copies sold of 1,700% because no one was buying this book before this week. And then now there's a lot of people finding it for cheap. Comic collectors are hungry to spec. They're hungry to collect. They want to get ahead of the curve. But when we see books start to hit numbers that are so risky, well, it starts to turn members off. This is a perfect example of a market where a lot of things that used to be considered risky are now safe. And you can go out and get back to hunting like the old days, back when people were able to get collectible comics at a way more affordable deal. I don't know if I'd get too excited for Alien Legion, though, because they're going to film this, they're going to make it, they're going to release trailers, and then David Zaslav's just going to cancel it for a tax write-off. <laughs> Warner Brothers, baby. Let us know what you think in the comments section below about all of this. We have some weird spec happening, but I want to know the thoughts of the comic fam, because seeing a list like this today has me so stoked. For years, we were reporting on books that by the time you're watching the video, you kind of got to just watch the book from afar because buying it in that moment was typically one of the worst times to get it. But now we're seeing the comic fan buy things at a time that these books are so low that everything seems like a safe bet despite a movie like Madam Web looking atrocious. Let me know what your thoughts are. And as always, keep responsible. Enough said.